Hello and welcome back to Leading with Love. I am your host, Amanda Governor, and I am your resident life and movement coach. Um, you know, I am someone who is working to overcome some overthinking, overanalyzing um, that becomes... Um, I don't want to say problematic, but it can become intrusive sometimes. Those looping thoughts and always needing to know why. So I thought today I would share three things that I've been doing to really help me shift out of that um, overthinking, ping-ponging, you know, thoughts, um, the back and forth. Um, and it's actually been working quite nicely. It's, you know, um, it's a process, but, um, I hope maybe my fellow overanalyzers, overthinkers can, um, try these out and let me know if they are helpful for you as well. So the first one I wanted to mention, um, is just, you know, when feelings come up, whether it's anger, frustration, sadness, um, confusion, um, whatever emotions might be present for you, um, that, that may or may not become overwhelming. Um, I invite you to not get so focused on the why, like, why am I feeling this way? Where is this coming from? Um, like for me personally, I, I'm like, I really want to figure it out. Like, okay, today I woke up feeling off. What is it? You know, is it my hormones? Is it, um, what I ate yesterday or the amount of sleep I got? You know, what are, what are my, what have my self-care practices been lately? Have I been journaling or meditating or doing breath work, you know, to support myself? Is that why I'm feeling off? Maybe I've been neglecting my movement practice. Like you can see how the thinking just becomes extremely, um, frenetic and, um, like just, um, uh, overwhelming even. And, you know, whatever feelings are present, like you're not going to be able to process or really feel them, um, or move through them or transmute them. If you're constantly going, why am I feeling this? What's happening? What's going on? So I invite you when you're in those challenging moments of wanting to know the why, see what happens when you let go. Let go of the why and just notice. Instead, just noticing like, okay, like today I'm feeling kind of irritable. You know, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm just going to um, accept that this is what's happening. And, um, I find that, you know, from my own experience, when I can relinquish that control, that need to know what's going on, what's happening and just kind of accept and let go, um, a little bit. And even I, I would add like surrender is part of it too. I feel like surrendering to whatever is coming up. Um, the feeling will, come and go much faster um, than if you stay in the frenetic energy of the overthinking and all of that. So um, I, I invite you to just notice what you're feeling. Don't get too attached to it. Don't get attached to the why um, and see if that gives you a different result. Um, it's something that has been um, 
you know, I, I'm practicing it for myself and I'm really enjoying um, kind of the separation between me and what I'm feeling, like taking that moment to separate myself um, and just kind of get, um, take it as, as information rather than um, something I need to absolve or get rid of. And it's it's been a nice shift. So that's number one. Um, number two for my overthinkers, overanalyzers, um, you know, these thought patterns that come up can be challenging and, um, I, I find them like, I get kind of, a, it feels almost obsessive, um, the way that the looping thoughts, you know, the wanting to know, um, like if I'm trying to make a decision and I can't decide, like, it's like a, oh my gosh, I need to make the right choice. Like, what's the right decision? What are the pros? What are the cons? Um, and I'm just using myself in, as an example. And I know not everyone is like this, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm speaking directly to the people who experience, um, patterns like I do. What I'd love for you to do is notice just again, notice when you're in those looping thoughts and see if you can do something to interrupt it. Um, whether it's an affirmation going, oh, huh, noticing what's going on and stopping yourself and saying even I love myself or I am capable and confident or saying, you know, I am someone um, who deserves good things in life. Like whatever affirmation is meaningful to you that can get you, kind of snap you out of whatever you're thinking, um, I encourage you to find what works for you. Um, another way to interrupt that thought pattern is actually scent, like using your sense of smell. This is something else I'm trying um, that uh, I, my mentor helped me um, uh, come to the conclusion that this might be something meaningful for myself. And so I've got this little like homeopathic inhaler that has some like tea leaves and menthol and camphor. And so when I find myself in those looping thought patterns, I go, huh, it's happening again. Take out my little inhaler, take a nice big whiff and really take a moment to, um, come into my body uh, find peace, find some calm. And it, it's a work in progress. It's something that, you know, is going to take some repetitiveness, but I already am seeing myself wanting to reach for that inhaler going, Oh, it's happening again. So, um, uh, you know, if you want to smell some essential oils, keep some lavender, uh, essential oils nearby or a candle or, you know, light a candle. If, if you notice yourself in that thought pattern and, and that'll take you out of it, you know, find what, um, works for you, but anything that's going to interrupt it, give you a chance to kind of separate yourself so you can see what's going on, separate yourself from your thoughts because you are not your thoughts and, um, see if that is something that's helpful for you. And the last one, which, uh, I feel like is pretty, you know, common that people suggest is journaling. Um, as someone for me, you know, I'm in my head a lot. I'm always working to really drop into my body. That's why I like dance and movement and meditation and breath work. It gets me out of my head into my body. And journaling is another one that can really, um, be helpful. I think getting whatever's in your head onto a piece of paper and just kind of a stream of consciousness style, 
Um, like if you've ever heard of artists pages, um, there's a book, I forget what it's called, but the suggestion is to, you know, when you wake up first thing in the morning, you just kind of write whatever, uh, is in your head first thing, get it out on paper, you, you know, write three full pages and people find that their, you know, their minds are more clear after that. I don't have a specific time of day that I journal, um, yet I'm kind of finding my way, um, it's very mood based when I feel compelled to journal, I will. Uh, but sometimes at night I, I find myself being really creative and, and that's when I have a lot of ideas and like to get them down on paper, but I'm not just talking about journaling for ideas. I'm, I'm talking about journaling for just, um, getting out of your head. And that might seem counterintuitive because, you know, you're taking what's in your head and putting it on paper, but, um, like that's an activity that seems like it would be in your head, but I find it, it really like makes space for other things, like being able to, it's almost like not removing those thoughts from your mind, but, um, being able to see them and like even read them back, they might have different meaning or carry different meaning after you look at them. Like, um, sometimes in my head, something that seems really big and scary or problematic, once I get it down on paper and look at it, um, from a different perspective, I go, huh, maybe I, it's, it's not so bad. Or, oh, if I just reframe and try to approach it from, um, another avenue, like I can actually, you know, make this into something, um, that can benefit me. So journaling is a common one that people suggest, but it's common because it works. Um, at least I think it works and it gives me a sense of calm and even like maybe it would be useful before bed if you're someone who has racing thoughts before bed getting those thoughts out might help you fall asleep faster I I don't know but um I encourage you to try and experiment try different times of day you know you can meditate and then journal you don't have to meditate before you journal um some people like to again this is really about you like everything I talk about and suggest um, I want you to take it and make it your own because that's what's going to be most meaningful to you, most supportive to you. And, um, yeah, I, I just thank you so much for listening. And I want anyone, um, who's out there who thinks of themselves as an overthinker, overanalyzer, like, no, you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, you know, it can, it does, it does get better. It can be challenging, I think, for us, but um, there are ways to make it easier. And, and I think there's a lot of inspiration that comes um, with all those thoughts. It, it's just a matter of um, not giving into them sometimes and being not, you know, giving into like the negative, unsupportive thoughts and allowing the more positive and um, helpful and nourishing thoughts to come through. So thank you. Thank you for being here and listening to my thoughts. <laughs> this is also, I guess, podcasting is a way for me too to get those thoughts out of my head. It's not just journaling. Um, I realize that now as I'm speaking, speaking to you, but, uh, as always, I am here to support you. I see you. I love you. 
let me know if I can be of service to you in any way, shape, or form. I would love to connect. Um, go ahead and click that link in my episode description. And I'm wishing you all another beautiful week.